This is a conversation with Josh Stern as part of the CODA, the KYHS 2020 Coronavirus Oral History Digital Archive Project. The interviewer is Zach Stern and the date is May 15th, 2021. Josh Stern, will you please have your permission to share and include your remarks as part of the CODA project? Absolutely. Thank you. So what was your initial reaction upon hearing that the virus had appeared in your community? I think my initial reaction was like everybody else's, um, scared, unknown, um, confused. We really did not have any information out on this virus. We didn't know uh, how contagious it was, who could get it, how exactly it was transmitted. And we had no idea what we were in for. I do remember thinking we were going to be in a two-week lockdown like everyone else, and then we would get back to school and back to work. Um, We really had no idea what we were in for, but I would say my initial uh, feelings were probably fear and um, being very nervous for my family and for myself. So how has your everyday life changed by coronavirus? So at first, it was, tra- it was changed drastically, obviously. We shut down work and my family was home, which was unprecedented. We had an uh, extremely significant increase in time we spent together, which was wonderful. My kids were home, my wife was home, I was home. We were able to eat three meals a day together. We were able to hang out, we were able to swim. So yes, we were definitely nervous, we were definitely scared, we were preoccupied with what was happening with the virus, but we were also able to appreciate that life slowed down and we were able to hang out with our family more and spend time that I think otherwise never would have happened and was probably not available for generations before or generations after this happened. So now, how is your community as a whole affected by the virus? I think um, that is a loaded question. There's been a lot of changes in the community. There are definitely, had the issue has been politicized, which has dripped into the community and led to divides of, uh, you know, more conservative, more um, liberal sides of this, masks, unmasked, vaccines, you know, non-vaxxers. And overall, I think the community has done okay and, and hopefully has learned to be more tolerant of each other and realize that we're all never gonna have the same point of views. But I think it's been in a community like an Orthodox community, which is very insulated, spends a lot of time together. Um, everybody really knows what everybody's doing. I think it has posed a significant, significant challenge to a, a lot of relationships and a lot of friendships and the relationship with the synagogue and the relationship with the schools. But I think um, hopefully we will all come out better people for it and more tolerant for it. On the flip side, I think we've seen a lot of uh, tremendous uh, goodwill and caring for each other when someone was infected or having issues. Um, Certainly the community rallied and supported them and made sure they had everything they needed. And um, I think it also showed uh, a lot of people's um, positivity and willingness to help and um, sense of community. So I'm going to shift more into your profession. I know that you're a doctor, a gastroenterologist. So how is your work affected by the virus? So initially, 
work shut down. The governor put in a mandate for no elective procedures. I am an elective-based procedure uh, field, and we basically came to a halt. It, we The offices closed, the surgical centers closed. We could only do emergency patients, which we all, you know, we all had to do a couple, but, uh, but we went from uh, 100 miles an hour to zero miles per hour overnight. This was unprecedented, I think, in the medical field. And we had to adjust. And before you knew it, you were doing uh, televisits. You learned a whole new way to see patients. And um, the, as the virus continued, we adjusted more. We, the mandate was list, lifted by the governor. We were able to go back to doing procedures, although it is extremely different. We're testing for COVID beforehand. We're wearing more protective gear. Uh, it has definitely changed the vibe of the office and the procedures, but it is the new normal. And um, it was a tremendous change at first. And now, thank God, we are back to being able to see patients probably back at the, at the same volume we were prior to COVID. So you mentioned new additions such as the televisits. Would you say that you prefer these new additions or do you like it where you saw all patients in person? I think there are pros and cons to both. Obviously, televisits allow patients to not wait in a waiting room. They don't have to travel to you. Uh, it's easier to be on time. You can add a televisit on at the last minute and they can be seen right away. So it has advantages, but patients really, a lot of patients, definitely not all, but a lot of patients, I'd say more than um, not, prefer to be seen in person and prefer the traditional patient-doctor interaction. So um, although I think it offers a lot of advantages, we are going back to the offices and seeing patients in person. Uh, because of patient preference. For me, on my personal level, I th I'm really comfortable with either one. Obviously, there's always patients that need to be examined, that need to be seen, those you have to see. But the ones who are just seeing you to discuss something, don't have something acute, um, I think a televisit would be fine. But really, a lot of those patients prefer to come in. And we're here to, make the, to help patients. And that's why we, a lot of us are adding back uh, in-office hours. Some doctors have stuck purely televisit, but I think that's about to change. I don't think anyone's going to be able to uh, persist with that model. So adding on to that point so that you just made, do you believe that the new additions to your practice that occurred because of the coronavirus are going to stay or do you feel like they are going to return to the way they were before the virus? So there are a lot of elements that have changed and I think some will stay and some will go. Um, patients going for COVID testing before procedures, uh, wearing PPE during procedures, uh, wearing PPE in the hospital. Um, all of that is a moving target. I think that's changing as more and more people get vaccinated and uh, there may be, it may come to where vaccinated patients and unvaccinated patients are treated differently in terms of pre-op uh, testing. If you're vaccinated, maybe you won't need it. If you're, if you're uh, unvaccinated, maybe you will. And that's just to try, you have to try to protect as many people as you can. But these are the, the issues that are actively being discussed by boards all across America, how to deal 
with this and how to protect as many people as possible in a realistic way. Um, televisits, I think, are going to stay for the near future, and they definitely, definitely serve a purpose. Uh, for example, and this is not necessarily pertaining to me, but what about an actively an active patient with COVID at home that wants to see his doctor? A televisit is usually the way they accomplish this these days, and that's amazing. Now, that's not for gastro, but that's amazing for primaries and pulmonologists who deal with that. So I think there's definitely going to be changes that um, are probably not going to persist and some that will definitely carry on. So when you first returned to the hospital, did you feel as if you were in danger seeing all of these COVID-19 patients? So I think every doctor um, felt nervous and I would say, yes, I think we felt in danger. Hospital call did not stop. We still had emergencies in the hospital. We, that never shut down and nor should it have. I mean, patients have to be seen regardless of what's going on. And we were nervous. We did not know how the virus was spread. We did not know what, how to protect ourselves. Um, we were, we discussed this constantly, how to best handle this and how to handle PPE. We weren't even sure if we were going to have enough PPE in the beginning, which was terrifying. And I think nurses and doctors were certainly nervous. Thank God, um, hospital transmission was relatively low because they figured out, um, what the correct PPE was, how to protect us. And as it went on, we became less and less nervous. Now I'm not really nervous uh, in the hospital, even when I have to see a COVID patient or um, I'm in the COVID unit. I think we feel obviously vaccinated, but even pre-vaccine, I think we felt um, protected because we knew what we were doing. But at first, um, I do not think I will believe any doctor who says they were not nervous. So you briefly mentioned the vaccine over there. Did you receive the vaccine when they first released it? Because I know they released it to the doctors before it was available to the general public. Uh, yes, we did. We definitely received it um, earlier than the general public. Uh, again, there was some unknown and some nervousness with it because it was. It's not actually. It's not FDA approved, as everybody knows. It was um, approved for emergency use, and um, do I? Did we hesitate? Not much. I think most physicians were the uh, highest percentage of people who went and got vaccinated when offered were physicians. I think we, we understand that we needed it and we wanted it and that it was probably going to change the face of this virus, which I think it is doing. Um, last time I heard, nurses were much less likely to get it, but physicians, Physicians were certainly uh, more inclined and more willing to get it right away when it was offered. So now with the vaccine, when you're now going to the hospital, do you notice less cases of COVID than when you originally returned? Are the numbers declining? Uh, yes. I mean, to be fair, I do get updates in my email from, uh, from the hospital with numbers. And we are seeing a steady decline and also a change in the mortality associated with it as well as a change in who's getting it. I think more younger people started getting it as the vaccine came out and less elderly as the elderly got the vaccine first. Uh, but unfortunately, it's still there. It's even in vaccinated patients. As recently as last week, there were two vaccinated patients I saw 
uh, in the ICU who with COVID. Um, but it's definitely changed. It's definitely decreased. I think we're definitely moving in the right direction. I think it works, the vaccine. So now in the coming months, what new changes do you think is going to occur in the hospitals and your practice as a whole? Well, I'm certainly hopeful that we will continue to see less and less COVID. COVID units have, are already shutting down in a lot of hospitals. Um, we will get back to a feeling more normal, um, less worried on a minute-to-minute -minute basis, which is definitely already happening, especially since the vaccine. Um, Volume-wise, there are patients who avoided going to the doctor the entire COVID year, and we are, we're seeing a huge influx of those patients coming in for their procedures now, which is good, um, but volume is definitely up. We're seeing uh, all those patients, so there is going, I anticipate there's going to be a longer wait, and I'm hearing this from everyone, to see your physician. It's going to be packed. People are moving down to Florida, which is a another effect of uh, COVID. They're moving from California, they're moving from New York and other states, and um, that is increasing our volume tremendously right now, which is good from a business standpoint. But obviously, we want to uh, be able to give timely care and see everybody appropriately. So uh, we are working towards definitely doing that. So I think volume will increase because of all the patients that missed out and skipped their procedures during COVID. And, and all, all these patients who skipped their mammograms and their colonoscopies and all the tests that should and their dermatology visits. So we're, hopefully all these patients are going back to the doctor. So increase in volume, um, more patients coming in, which is a good thing, getting the care they need and uh, adjusting. And again, I think there'll be a hybrid of televisits and seeing patients in person. Um, and just, you know, hopefully more return to normal and being able to accommodate as many people as we can. Now, one last question for you. Do you feel that your life has returned to the way it was before the coronavirus? I, that is a loaded question. I think, um, some things have definitely, uh, are moving back towards normal. Uh, my kid, my children are more busy. Um, they're, they're having more activities, which leads to them getting back to their normal life, a little less family time. And I have to say, I really, uh, valued that. And that was the best thing that came out of COVID. And that is, um, decreasing a little bit. Uh, we still have family dinner every night together, which is a new thing since COVID. Pre-COVID, that was impossible to do between everybody's night activities and work. Now we make that effort because I think we see the value of it. So that is one of the amazing things. We eat dinner every night together. It sounds like a small thing, but it is invaluable to me as a parent. Um, but we are, we definitely feel things are slowly getting back to normal. There's more activities, there's more going into stores and going into people's houses. My oldest son is in the midst of vaccinating uh, and that is definitely gonna lead to him having a little more freedom with what he can do uh, and feeling a little bit more normal or back to normal. And then there are things that that are probably never gonna go back to normal, at least not until COVID is uh, more understood, more treatable, and less worrisome. Um, 
it's still going to be on our mind. We're still, they're still going to be thinking about it. We're still going to be, uh, it's still going to take, play a role in decide, making decisions for our traveling, for our children, um, for vacations, for how we live. Um, masks uh, we have to decide are going to come or go. That is also uh, something that obviously uh, with the new CDC guidelines, masks are going to be used less and less and you have to become used to that again and normal with that. But, you know, back to normal, I would not say we're back to normal. I think there, as everyone is saying, there's a new normal where you have to just think about it and take it into account. And uh, hopefully the things that came out of COVID that were good, like family time, slowing down, appreciating life, um, taking a minute to take a breath and see what's out there and, and appreciate the things you have and not just working and moving at 100 miles an hour will stay. And hopefully the concern and the worry that came with COVID and the restrictions that really limited on how you wanted to live will uh, disappear. So I'm hoping to take the good things out of it and keep those and get rid of all the, the nastiness that came along with it. Okay, thank you so much for your time. It was a real pleasure interviewing you. You're very welcome.